This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show. He's put on his black tie, and he's ready to hand out some awards, Ryan Nelson. Justin, I cannot believe we are two years in, and I am very excited to talk about some of the stuff we've covered. Yes, we are going to be covering talking. We're getting out awards today, guys. We're we're, yeah. we're rolling out the red carpet. Uh, we're since it's a, you're going to be listening to this uh, a little bit after our two year anniversary. I think the very first time we recorded was on January twenty third of twenty twenty two, if I'm not mistaken. So it's a little bit. It'll be a little bit beyond our two year anniversary. So, uh, but we're going back and doing some awards. So, um, but anyway, if you have been listening to the show. Since we started the show two years ago, we appreciate you listening, and we hope you continue to make us part of your day. If you're new to the show, though, we hope you enjoy it as we talk about the MAP Awards, is what we are calling them, uh, our awards for the first two years of our podcast. Whether or not you are new or regular and would like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. Go to patreon.com slash the Main Attraction Podcast, and you can get Patreon-only content. You can support us at a 3 5 10 or $20 level. And when you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. If you want ad-free access to the podcast, any level of being a Patreon supporter will get the show ad-free. doesn't matter which level you sign up for. The $3 level gets you the show ad-free. The $20 level gets you the show ad-free. They all get you the show without commercials. Now, uh, if you want anything beyond just getting the show uh, ad-free, that's where the $5, the $10, and the $20 levels come in. Uh, there are bonus episodes and things like that. So, uh, Like I said, just get, head over to our Patreon page, uh, check it out, and we would love to have you as one of our supporters. If you can't be a patron, though, you can help the show out by rating us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate it if you were to go over there and leave us a five-star rating on either of those platforms. If you got both of them, leave us a five-star rating on both of them. And if you're on Apple, we'd really appreciate it if you wrote your review while you're there. Uh, if you'd like to interact with the show, you can also do so by sending us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. Any questions, any thoughts, any comments you would like to add, we would love to hear those. We'll, we'd love to read them on air. So just send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, so this is the MAP Awards, as we are calling them. So uh, we're just going to be handing out 10 awards that are all based on the things that we have covered while we are here, some of our actual shows as well. Um, just real quick, uh, as we look back on these past two years of podcasting, uh, anything stand out to you? Anything you, know, you just kind of want to give general comments about? Um, we've covered some really great shows and movies. Yes, we have. 
Like, uh, there have been a couple of things that, uh, you know, will go down in history as some of the best shows of all time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and we've, and movies as well. And we, we've uh, been able to be a part of that. Yes. So that, that's been really cool. And just going back and looking at some of the episodes, I, I kind of thought about some of the stuff we discussed and it kind of made me chuckle at times. So that was, <laughs> like, was good too. Yeah. And like, uh, I remember I was going through and I was like, I remembered one of the podcasts that was like severance. And I was like, man, I really felt like we nailed that episode. Like the, the right. finale. I felt like that was when we really, you know, it, you know, got our groove going on right. that kind of stuff because we're still pretty new to it yeah. together. You, I was, you were. So that was that was kind of cool. And then also, man, like Station Eleven was the first thing we, oh, yeah. we uh-huh. covered. I love that series anyway. Uh, I, I've been planning to go back and watch it at some point, but it's it will always you know have a a special place in my heart right. because of that. Yeah, I'm with you. Like I said, we've gotten the honor and the privilege to add to you some of the discourse and some of these television shows, some of these movies that have come out. Um, like I said, it's like you said, there are some that will go down as you know some of the best TV shows uh, in the history of television, some of the best movies in the history of uh, movie making. So it's been fun to be a part of that and look, looking forward to more. Uh, just real quick, <laughs> we were actually discussing this as we were getting ready to do our recording schedule. 2024, at least here at the start, it's going to be kind of it's going to be kind of yeah. a little bit barren here to start with. Uh, we've got some ideas, though, so we've got plenty of things to uh, to keep us going. But uh, with the strike happening in 2023, everything got pushed back. A lot of things got put on hold. And as a result... Then things got axed. Yeah, then some stuff just got t- done away with completely. Like, one of the a reason why some of you listen to our show, uh, The Peripheral, uh, the, the Amazon television yeah. show, it was supposed to get a second... Tel- it was supposed to get a second season, but once... Everything happened with the strike. They just they just went ahead and canceled it after the fact. So I mean, like I said, so that type of stuff has happened. Uh, I'm glad that they didn't do that with Outer Range. Uh, yeah. That's a real big reason why some of you are listening to this podcast yes. Uh, yes. Is because of that particular that particular show. So uh, anyway, so we're going to go ahead and get started. Uh, we are going to go ahead and start with our very first award, and that first award is our favorite show covered. And both Ryan and I will uh, give out an award for each of these, and we may have the same one. We may not. We haven't discussed whether or not uh, what all we're, we're handing these out for. So, I'll let Ryan go first. Who are you giving our favorite show cover to? I mean, I should give it to Outer Range. That's true. <laughs> Maybe we should have had like a most impactful to our show. Uh, show. Yes, yes. That would be Outer Range. Yeah. But uh, I think Succession. Uh, it was just so much fun covering it. You know, you and I, like, especially we're in the last season. Right. And we, did, we were covering it right as it happened. So every night that we covered it, we didn't know what was coming. Right. There were so many surprises. You know, they pulled it off, oh, which yeah. was the most shocking thing right. at all. You know, we were because we really weren't concerned, but there's always, you know, Game of Thrones. There's yeah. always a concern somebody could screw oh, it up. Obviously, but, yeah. And then it's just such a great show with all the fantastic co- characters. You know, Connor, uh, cousin Greg, uh, you know, Kendall Roy, all of them. Like it just, right. it just made just su- such a fun show to cover. And and then. I'm kind of sad to see it go, but it went out on a high note, so you yeah, got to give did. it that. Yeah, it, it definitely went out on a high note, so it, that's uh, you're correct about that. It went out really well. It came in uh, really well and went out very well. Uh, I struggled with this one just because if I was doing like like the entirety of a show, since we did end up covering all four seasons, since we we did uh, 
three seasons in one show. I mm-hmm. almost lost it. Uh, but thankfully, we have been oh, recording yeah. a, a couple now. Yeah. yeah, that was a sad day when I realized that it, the recording uh, program was not working. But we have better equipment now, thanks to our Patreon. So appreciate guys. Thank you. Um, but yeah, uh, like I said, that's probably my favorite show just in its entirety. If I were just go by like what's favorite season, that would be the second season of the Bear. So I'm gonna go ahead and go with that since you gave it to Succession. Yeah. Uh, the second season of the Bear, it was really good. I ex- I expected it to be really good because the first season was, but I wasn't expected to be that good. Uh, right. I mean, it just absolutely astounded me. I, I've I ended up watching it and during the summer, you know, I was expecting to watch three or four episodes at a time because I knew we had about a week or so because you were out of town when it released. That's I knew, right. I knew yeah. we had I knew we had a little bit of time, so I was like, I'll just watch a few episodes here and there throughout the week until we get to it. And I like I just didn't want to stop watching it. It was so yeah. it was just so incredibly good. Uh so like I said, I'll go ahead and give it to the bear. Uh I can't wait to see what they do in season three, but it was amazing. I know, man. And it's supposed to come out this year at the end towards the end of the year. Okay, towards we'll the see. Fall. Yeah, we'll so see. We'll see. Yeah. They felt good about it. I I've I've listened to Cousin Richie and uh, Jeremy Allen White have okay. both mentioned that they felt pretty good about that yeah. uh if we were going to do honorable mentions here i would say outer range of course yeah uh white lotus oh yeah yeah was what that was a lot of fun and andor yeah I, I really enjoyed covering it as well yeah white lotus is actually our when you talk about like most listened to episodes outer range takes the cake for us but white lotus actually did yeah. uh, we did really really well with it too uh, we got yeah. had a lot a lot of people well, listen to it it was you just never knew what was going to happen no, on that show. you absolutely and i Cannot wait. So there are they're starting to announce some of the people in it. Uh-huh. There's a rumor that Woody Harrelson and Walton Goggins are in it. Oh, that would be fantastic. But they've announced Carrie Coon, Parker Posey, uh, Jason Isaacs, Leslie Bibb, uh, Michelle Monahan. So the cast yeah, is already. Parker Posey and White Lotus is like a dream come true. Yeah, that's uh, really Carrie true. Coon as well. So like uh, they're starting. But the other two were Woody and Walton Goggins and my God, please, please <laughs> let that happen. Yeah, that would be interesting if they got them on there. I would love and if to. If they see were that. a gay couple, the internet may explode. Oh, please gosh. let that happen. Please <laughs> let there be a couple. Uh, yeah, that would be something to say the least. So, all right, our second award was well, probably not one that people would want. Uh, it is our least favorite show covered. Uh, so, well, look, we've liked a lot of our stuff. Uh, though it's very rare that we watch something that we're just not liking. That's one of the good things about. Our format is we don't just limit it to certain types of genres or certain types of movies or certain types of television shows. So we can kind of spread a, a wide a wide berth and make sure that we're covering things that we like. And we've done a pretty good job of that. So uh, what is your – who are you giving the least favorite show covered award to? Well, you bitched the show earlier that we actually got pretty good. But if you notice this show, it did really good. And then – everyone stopped listening to our podcast and i think they stopped watching I, peripheral yeah as the show went on like it had so much promise and right. i really enjoyed the first couple episodes but then it really went down and i thought that the ending they did okay but that one was a little bit harder to cover especially right. the middle episodes yeah it, you're correct about that because it, and there were for me it wasn't quite just a, a, a steady down there were there were episodes like there were like episode four or five there were a couple episodes in the middle like oh, okay well maybe this is they're doing better with this yeah, but the, yeah. The, the finale was just not good um it didn't really make a whole lot of sense what they were trying to do oh yeah the finale was bad wasn't yeah it? it was real bad um the like, episode before was good yeah the episode before was really good the, episode seven was really good and i was really excited about it because like okay they they've done some good stuff here and then we went into episode eight and it's like oh yeah they didn't they they didn't yeah. land the they didn't land the plane on this one uh yeah. 
but yeah, I'm kind of with you. It's not my least favorite, though. My least favorite, it is actually something we covered recently. That is uh, Harlan Coben's Shelter. Uh, it started off great. I mean, it's kind of similar yeah. story. Started off great, and then about halfway through, I just I just completely lost interest. It was one of the few times I was like, do I, do I really want to finish this? Do I just want to watch the first, like, stop yeah. where I am and be done with it? Uh, and look, part of it is, because you said you had seen some of the things, and there's a new show on Netflix now that I've, I've, I've Yeah, finished. and I've watched it. Yeah, I've watched a few episodes. I haven't watched the whole thing. Yeah. And I'm, so I'm trying to go into that with a, a different mindset, because the idea that they put forth in that in the beginning of, of Harlan Coven's Shelter was there appears to be like supernatural stuff or like uh, science fiction stuff that's going on and you don't really know what's happening. It turns out it's just actually, it's nothing like that. Uh, so not to and, spoil it. In the show you're talking about, it's called Fool's uh, Fool Me Once. Yes. His new show on Netflix. And it's pretty good. We finished it. I didn't like it as much as some of the others, but same thing. It looks like it's going one way and it's really nothing like that. So if you, when know, you get to the end. Yeah, and you told me that the, you know, a lot of his shows, a lot of his, yes. uh, the shows based on his books are like that. So yes. going into that, it probably makes it better. But like right. I said, it, it's, when it ended up just being something very simple, I think like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, you've lost me at this. At least, yeah. if, you, if you're going to do something like that, you need to go the other way. Make it look like it's something simple, but then make it something yeah. grander or whatever. But anyway. We've talked about this before. I think you should watch the Mike Flanagan stuff. I think you would like it yeah. much more. I've seen uh, Midnight Mass. That that was a good one. Yeah, uh, yeah that, that was really good. It was hard the last one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, well, Fall of House of Usher, I do want yeah, to watch that. I just haven't gotten really to it. You should check that out. And I love Edgar Allan Poe, so I would like to oh, do yeah. want to watch it. So, just haven't gotten around to it. Uh, anything you want to add about Harlan Coben's Shelter before we go into our next one? No, I could see like that. Uh, that was a show, and it got canceled. It got approved, it and then and then got canceled. And then it got canceled, again, canceled, right? Which was kind of surprising because, like, it seems like you—that's a character that has a bunch of books, and we like the kid who played the main character. Yeah. Like that show had potential, like even almost more than peripheral really yeah because of like and then they just another one amazon man these streamers you just it's hard to like have any faith in them that they're going to keep a show around true it is so uh i'm with you on that because they can look the strike made things worse Uh, oh yeah just because they're cutting calls for sure yeah all right, so next award is our favorite movie covered. Uh, so I will let you go ahead and go and tell us what your favorite movie that we covered was. It was when Tom Cruise saved the movie industry, Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, there's no question about that. Uh, it was fantastic. I mean, it's still one of, it's still incredibly rewatchable. Uh, oh man, yeah, I've seen it a couple times yeah, since then. I've seen it a few times, and so. it's one of the best experiences I've ever had at the theater. Yeah, it's really good. Packed. No one got up to use the bathroom. It was what a two and a half hour movie. People are like clapping. They're going crazy at the end. Like people are just excited. I was just like, "We're back, baby! <laughs> Thank you, Tommy." Yeah, it's really, really good. Uh, I, I debated between two films, um, and both were my at the top of my list from last year, and one that's from the top of my list this year. I went ahead and gave it to the one for this year, and that is Oppenheimer. Uh, like I have said. If you listen to our top ten movies podcast, uh, if you listen, to that, I was, and I said this when we covered it uh, on our show, you know, it's 
arguably the best movie I've ever seen. Uh, and I just have en I enjoyed that movie. Like I said, I expected to enjoy it because I enjoy Christopher Nolan. I think he's great. I think what he does is really well. Uh, there are some issues with with his women characters. There, there's always that problem that he has. But outside of that, I've always just incredibly locked into everything that he does. And I just thought that was it was just absolutely incredible. This was, I think, his first R-rated film, if I'm not mistaken. No, uh, Memento was R-rated. Um but he doesn't do them that often, and he did this one just so incredibly well. Uh, like I said, it's it's got a really good chance to win Best Picture. Uh, it's, oh, yeah. it's between that, Killers of the Flower Moon, and... Uh, holdovers catching up. Holdovers catching up. Past Lives will probably end up getting nominated. Yeah. They'll be, the nominations will be out by the time you're listening to this, but we don't yeah. have them yet at this point. So, uh, Like I said, it was just amazing. Anything you want to add to that? Loved it as well, and it was a fun thing to cover. Uh, and, you know, who could make uh, a movie about science, dudes talking about science, exciting? Yeah, and you he know, did. For, and he did. Yeah. And what an incredible explosion. Yes, it was it was amazing. So, I uh, really, really enjoyed that one. All right. Least favorite movie. That is our you next category. And I forgot to do this one. Uh, okay, well, let me go through. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll start it uh, since, since you forgot to do this one. I'll go ahead and start it. Uh, least favorite movie for me. This is one that initially I enjoyed when we talked about it. Uh, I even gave it a loss when we talked about it and on second viewing. Boy, <laughs> was that generous. Uh, and it's really disappointing because I was looking so I was so looking forward to this film. And you know what? This is going to be mine too. I know where you're going. With okay, this. I'm with you. Uh, but mine is the Flash. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and talk about this. It's going to be yours too. Like you said, man, there was so much hype. They had been working on it for 10 years. You bring Michael Keaton back, and for what? Right. What was the purpose? It was just for nostalgia. That's all it was. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's all it was. It was just for nostalgia. And look, here's the thing. Like, Van Latham talked about this on one of their podcasts recently. Uh, when they were re they, It was their Mulligans podcast, when they go back and talk about if they rewrite things. And he brought it way down, just kind of like I'm bringing it way down. And he... It, he has kind of the same thing with me. Like, if I'm in the movie theater, I'm expecting to like it because I've talked about this before. I don't typically go to a movie unless I'm pretty certain I'm going to like it. So, if I'm sitting there, I'm yeah. I'm already predis predispositioned to thinking this will be an enjoyable time for me. And yeah. that was kind of the case with The Flash. So, like, sitting there in the theater watching it, you know, I was like, okay, this is pretty good. I'm, I'm all right with it. But on second viewing, when I went back and watched it when it came out on Max, I was like... No, it's really not. It looks really bad. Uh, the acting is just not that great. Uh, it's just they make some weird, weird choices in that film, and I don't understand it. I mean, there it has some. It has some moments. It does. It has some good moments, but and there are times when I laugh. But it's just a mess. <laughs> it really it's is a mess. Just a mess. That is. It is a mess. That's and the CG just pathetic. Yeah, I know. So, like I said, I mean. I, well, I was generous to it when we first watched it, but I, I, I was way too generous to say the well, least. You, you get in the you get caught in the moment of Michael Keaton being back. Yeah, and he do. was awesome in it. You did, but mm -hmm. like you said, the more you think about it, the more the impact of the movie it it, it gets worse for right. sure. Like I, I haven't even watched it again, and I'm already like. I can't stand it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. So, all right. Uh, favorite character. Uh, this could be a movie. Oh, or I just thought about something. Uh, let me mention something about Flash. The Flash also had a very funny moment when my friend texts us about the Flash, Brian McDuff, and he was like, "Is like, why would they let Ezra Miller play two characters? <laughs> that would be like in 1994." <laughs> 
coming up with a movie with O.J. Simpson yeah, is playing it, two it, characters. They really would. It, it's about I the same like, thing. So he nailed that. Yeah, he did. So, all right, favorite character. This could be from a movie or a television show. So, who is your favorite character? So I have some honorable mentions on this one. No, there's just a bunch I, I could have put. Yeah. Yeah, cousin Richie from the Bear. Just the most interesting character to watch. He he was something. There's the, yeah. Go ahead and talk about him real quick, and then I'll I'll talk about well, him. Then I'll get him on. The first season, he's just so interesting because if you've ever gone to a local restaurant, there's a guy like him. Yeah, there's a guy like him. That's right. Who mouths off to everyone that's walking <laughs> in, that knows everyone, that everyone that the locals like. Right. But so there's always a guy like him. But also there's also that guy that doesn't want to change and no, like mm-hmm. stops progress. So that was him in season one. Right. And, and then season, season two, two. Yeah. 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 And then season two, he, you know, stuff happens to him, but like he makes a change and just watching his change, which is so interesting. It was. But even when he's villainous, he's just so fun to watch. Oh, he is. Mm-hmm. Really don't know what he's going to do next. And Evan Moss Bacharach, just a, just a fantastic actor that's really broken out for, uh, through this. So I, I can't wait to watch what else he does. Yeah, I, I'm with you about that. He's he's got a he's probably going to be a huge star here in the next year or two. Uh, yeah. He's got he's on he's on the upward swing to say the least. So he'll be an interesting one to watch as things well, play out. And it was fun too because when we covered Andor, he pops up. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. And and I will never forget my reaction of when I realized he was the wild card in the heist. <laughs> yeah, he was. I was so happy. I was like, cousin Richie, it's a heist. And cousin Richie's the wild card. Yeah, because we didn't know what was going to happen with that character in the, in in, in uh, uh, Andor, and he he paid off steadily. So yes. Uh, yeah, I'm with you though. He's his character is wonderful. Uh, he didn't make mine. He's not. He, I'm not giving it to him, but I could have because uh, there's a lot of really good characters that we have covered. Oh, a lot yeah. of really interesting ones. I'm in giving it to Charlie Kale, uh, who is played by Natasha Leone in um, oh, yeah. what you call it? Uh, Poker face. Poker face. Thank you. Uh, but just in like just. A great character. I mean, just the the gravelly voice. I mean, that's who she is. I mean, that's part of uh, just the way she talks nowadays. But but just the way she puts her spin on that character. Uh, like I said, the way that she just gives this just very similar um, Columbo, but in a completely yeah. different environment. Like I said, just it's just odd the way that she gets that part of it so down correctly, but in a completely different fashion. Uh, it's just absolutely amazing what she did with that character. Uh, I just I loved ever watching her on screen going up against all these people each and every single episode and just watching her try to outwit and outsmart all those folks. Yeah. It was just absolutely fun to watch and I, I I can't wait to see what they do with season two of it. Uh, who were some other ones you were thinking of? So uh, and I'm actually looking up what the name of the character is because I just thought of one. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge as Tanya in White yeah, Lotus. That's a great character. I mean, mm-hmm. She is just unbelievable and I hope we get some version of her at season three right yeah uh, uh also go ahead oh go ahead i, I gotta shout tom and greg from succession just yeah the, they're great mm-hmm. the, the the bromance yeah. it, you know, always remember you know if you're gonna make a tomlet you gotta break a couple you of break a couple eggs. Never, Greg's, yeah, yeah. never forget that and then We've got to mention him, Raylan Givens. Yeah, Raylan's fantastic. Yeah, he yeah. just really is. I mean, there's there's no question about that. I mean, uh, 
what's Walton Goggins' character's name? Uh, Floyd. Uh, uh, Boyd Crowder. Boyd Crowder. Boyd Crowder. Uh, let's throw him in there because uh, yeah. he, he's fantastic. Even though we technically yeah. haven't covered him because uh, I just forgot about that. But since he wasn't. Well, he was. Well, he was te- yeah, we did technically yeah. cover him a little bit there at the end of yeah. uh, City Primeval. Uh, so yeah, he does show up there a little uh, there at the end. Uh, some other ones, uh, Joel and Ellie in uh, oh, Last yeah. of Us are, are wonderful characters. Look, uh, the entire cast of, uh, especially the older cast of Yellow Jackets, uh, yeah, they're great. I mean, they are just right. absolutely fantastic. Uh, they they could easily have been in this yeah. list. I mean, there's a bunch of people that we could have put here, but uh, yeah. but I, I'm good with all the ones that we got so far. So, all right, least favorite character. Now, here's the thing about least favorite character. My guess is this isn't because we just didn't like the performance or didn't like the actor. Uh, my guess is it's going to be because these people were just so awful. Their 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 roles are supposed to be awful, and that's the reason we're putting them there. So, and I think I misspelled mine, so I need to double check it real quick. So go ahead and tell us yours while I look mine back up. Man, I could come up. There's multiple ones from this season, but it's hard not to pick Will played by Ethan Spiller in White Lotus Season 2, the guy that was married yeah. to Aubrey Plaza. He was just awful, man. Yeah, he was. You know, you, we, I just, we're still not 100% what his, what his deal was. No, we're not. Uh, and like, he was he was horrible to his wife. He was horrible to his friends. He just was not a great guy. No, he I mean, wasn't. Yeah, I, w- I would put him and then the other one from that series. It, I know people are going to look at Cameron Theo James. Nah, man, it was Jack Lee Woodall. That guy was awful. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty awful. Because uh, he's uh, he almost like got, what's her name, killed in that thing. I don't even remember what the Yeah, Haley Richards. Thank you. I can't remember uh, her name. So, uh, yeah, he was he was pretty bad. The one I went with, and to me, like when we made this category, like there was somebody who jumped out, and I wanted to make sure because I, I misspelled his name. But this Tyler, played by Nicholas Holt in The Menu. When you, like, literally hire a sex worker to come and be with you on your date, when you know that you're going to die and that she is going to die as well. And that's the person you, and that's that the person. Guy sucks. That guy absolutely is awful. And look, Nicholas Holt was fantastic in that. He was. He really Man, you was. Dealt, that was the right call. That, that's one of the worst characters. And just how pretentious he oh, was yeah. uh-huh. and how he was better than everyone else. Oh, he was, he sucked, man. Yeah. And like Ray Fine's character, I can't remember what the, the character's name was, but like yeah. calling him out on the fact yeah. that he's such this foodie and all this type of stuff. Like he's the reason why, like, like Nicholas Holt's character, that type of character is the reason why, like he was, this night was happening, that he was going to kill everybody yeah. who was there and he was going to kill everybody. Uh, and everybody was going to commit suicide that was working there. Just absolutely awful. Uh, yeah. It's just awful. So he gets yeah. my least favorite character. An honorable mention to Cyril Karn from uh, Andor. That uh, guy yeah. was horrible too. Yeah, he was awful. Uh, that, that that's a good one as well. Uh, we've had a few of them on there that we could put in that yeah. uh, particular regard. So, I mean, Logan Roy, we could probably put here. Too. Oh God, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. I mean, look. I mean, look. He's what? Yes. Brian Cox is amazing. That, we're not saying it's a, yeah. it's a problem with him. It's just Logan Roy is you know a POS. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, our next award, most underrated show what do you got i'm going with yellow jackets there's a lot of ones that i could have put here i thought about that one but go ahead and talk about it it was just man season one people started catching on to it and it's on showtime right 
So that that's hurting it to begin with. And then all of a sudden they put it out with all this other stuff. So I think it kind of got buried in season two. Right. And it's just a fantastic show. Yeah, it is. You, you never know where it's going to come. The the young actresses are so well. The the adult actresses, Melanie Linsky, Juliette Lewis, Christina Ritchie, are fantastic. Uh, you know, we love the the husband, Jeff, Melanie and Linsky's husband, Juan Cody. Like, he's been fantastic. Right. So, like, and it's a show that, like, we both kind of heard about right when we started uh, this podcast. I had just started watching you it, and started you were watching. like, "Hey!" And you were like, "Have you have you watched Yellow Jackets? We should cover it." I was like, "Yes, we should." Yeah, I didn't even and, have Showtime at the time when we started yeah. when we started this. And uh, man, it's it's just a fantastic show, and I, I can't wait to see what they what they do next. Like I said, it kind of got buried when they put out all those shows, and it shouldn't have. It's it is one of the best out there. Yeah, it's really good. I'm I'm with you on that. Uh, it's absolutely fun to watch. Uh, second season didn't quite click as well as the first season, I don't think, but uh, it was still really really good. There's no question about that in my mind, anyway. Uh, for me, most underrated show, and I really went by the definition of what we consider underrated. A show that's really, really good that a lot of people, it just didn't seem to like catching like the uh, the greater zeitgeist, and that is Mrs. Davis. Uh, okay. Because, like I said, I thought you were going to pick another one, and I almost picked it, but we'll we'll go on. Let's talk about Mrs. Davis. But the reason why I went with it is simply because, like I said, it's. I don't hear people talk about that in Malvin. Uh, I, I don't either. And, and I tried to talk a friend into watching, and he's like, "I don't know, man." Just, just get to the ending. You just one. You just gotta start it too. I mean, it's, yes, yeah. Because yeah. if you try to explain it to people, it, it's that's oh. going to kind of be the reaction I think that you're going to get is, I don't know about that. That just doesn't sound that good. I mean, and, and when you try to explain it, it just doesn't. It doesn't sound like anything interesting. Right. But when you turn it on, you see it. It's Betty Gilpin is just doing amazing stuff. The entire oh, so cast good. of the thing is doing just yeah. amazing stuff, and it's absolutely fantastic um uh what's his name uh lind uh the showrunner uh oh uh oh man and he's the done guy from lost yeah the guy from lost i can't remember his name now damien lindolf yeah thank you he's just absolutely amazing he everything he does almost always turns out really really well so and like i said this is the reason i went with this just because of the underrated aspect part it is a great show it's yeah. one of, it was one of my top 10 shows of the year i think it was yours too if i'm not mistaken yeah, mm-hmm. it was and like i said no i don't know that many people that actually saw it so you're, you're right and you will not no, you will not see the twist coming. There's no way you will guess it. No right. way. I don't believe you if you claim I, you guessed it. Oh, yeah. There's no way. Oh, I, I also think a like a real big performance, like a breakout for Jake McDormand as the guy, like the hero from the show. I thought he was yeah. uh, fantastic as Wally. I really seemed like a breakout for him. Yeah, it really was. So, All right, let's take a real quick break, and then we'll do our last three awards. All right, next on our list. Oh, I meant to say, what I thought you were going to pick was Twisted Metal. Okay, well, that's actually going to come up a little bit later on. Oh, okay. Okay, (laughs) never mind. My bad. All right, uh, so favorite episode of the podcast. So this is just our discussion of, like, we've done over 200 episodes. Uh, Just which one is your favorite of the ones that, when we've been recording, you're like, this was a really good discussion. Which one one are you giving that to? Succession episode three of this last season. Okay, that was a good Uh, one. There is a big... uh, death yeah i can't go into it too much but we were both shocked yeah everybody was we both kept bringing up did that really happen yeah. are we sure that happened <laughs> we couldn't believe it so to me that that was uh 
that was just fantastic because it, it was just such a shocking episode. I'm still shook yeah. that uh, they, they did that, but we we were we were right there right after it happened and it it was such a moment and it's one of my favorite episodes that we've ever done. Yeah, it was a fun episode to record because I remember remember like one of the hardest things about that because we, whenever we have an HBO show, a Sunday night HBO show, we always watch the show and then we record it right after it has ended. So we're like doing really instant reaction to to these to these shows when we're doing an HBO show, uh, which we're currently doing with as we're as we're recording this. Uh, when they, well, as we're recording this, it hasn't come out yet, but when it releases to the general public, you know, we'll be doing the same thing with uh, True Detective. So uh, I remember recording that, uh, watching that, and I was like. How are we going to talk about this? What are we like? Is, is how? What's how do we like shape this discussion and all this type of stuff? Yeah. That, that was like I said. That was just because it was one of the biggest moments in television history. There's that's not yeah. understating it. it. It's not overstating it. It's, it was a it was a massive moment in television history. And like uh, nowadays, you don't see people tweeting about shows that much, but people are tweeting about that. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, so like I said, it was it, hard to talk about what else happened in right. the episode because I kind of remember there was a couple of other. You know, because people were making their moves at that point. Yeah. So like, it's about hard to discuss. Fifteen minutes it. before I mean, that's anything starts to happen right. before you, you yeah. they even get into that. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, my favorite episode of the podcast. I thought about that one. Uh, that one was that one I was considering. I uh, ended up going with the two episodes that we did on the Bear season two. I ended up specifically the second episode where we talked yeah. about forks and the Christmas episode. I don't remember what, uh, what the name of that one was, but. I thought that was just a great discussion yeah. that we had. I thought we really nailed uh, just the themes and everything about that and just everything that took place. Uh, so, like I said, that one ended up being uh, some of my favorites. There's fishes. Fishes and forks. Fishes, thank you. Fishes and forks. So, uh, I really, really... And the finale was fantastic. Yeah, the finale was fantastic, too. So, it was a fun one to talk about. I thought we did a really good job with that one. So, Yeah. Uh, I would say uh, if we're doing a... Um, uh, honorable mention again the yellow jackets season one finale i yeah. thought we just nailed that one yeah that was good because we we talked about season one all at once and that was a really good discussion that we had about it because yeah. uh, we really hit those characters really well i thought that was a good one uh i'm trying to think of some other ones that we've had i mean we've had a lot of really good ones our our yeah. our coverage of the first season of white lotus when we went back and did it i thought that one was a really yeah. good one uh so like i said there's been a few good ones and obviously we obviously did a pretty decent job without a range, so uh, yeah. because people listen to that one, that's our easily our I most did. listened to uh, shows is everything regarding out of range. And look, let's not throw out our most listened to episode, in, at least on Spotify anyway, is the RRR podcast. Yeah, man, uh, that was a fun one to talk about. That was really fun. <laughs> it really was. So that was interesting because we picked up a lot of fans from India. I mean, yeah, we I don't know if they're still with us, but uh, well, there's the, a few, but not as not as many as there once was, but yeah, the, we, we picked we, up a we few. Might have, we might have to find a, another movie. Uh, <laughs> but like, man, they would come into my DMs on Twitter and stuff right. and like, you know, hey, can we discuss this? I'm like, why not? Yeah, you sure. Know? Yeah. So, all right. Uh, biggest surprise. What do you got? I'm going Severance. Okay. Uh, we, we were kind of late to it. Um, yeah, we, come, we covered know. all the, the first season all at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like all, the, I was late to it. I, I don't I don't know why. I was just like, yeah, I watched I it week to week. You you watched it yeah. after they all aired. Yeah, and I was just like, at first I was like, I don't know, man. But then, boy, I was wrong. About halfway into that, that show takes a turn. Yeah, and it, it was unbelievable. I cannot wait, cannot wait to season two. Uh, it was it's one of the best shows. 
of last year, it was one of the shows that I told people the most, man, if you got Apple, you need to watch Severance. Yeah, it, it really is just, it was great. Look, I watched it, and I was the one who actually, because I was watching it from, uh, I, I started watching it the, the first week that it aired, and I uh, told her, I said, we might want to consider covering this, because we were in the middle of a few other things, because this was right yeah. when the podcast first started, and yeah. uh, I told told Ryan, I said, we might want to consider covering this, and uh, he ended up watching it later on, and I was watching it week to week, and it was, like I said, the first couple episodes, it takes a little bit of time to kind of get its feet wet yeah. and kind of figure things out, but once it does it, man, it, it just really, it really takes does. off. Uh, like I said, I, I'm with you. I can't wait to see what they do with uh, season two of this thing. I'll be really. I, I'm look. We've had the, the one of the biggest cliffhangers in television history for two years yeah. now. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready to just get some resolution to this Seriously. thing. So, and uh, Apple teased it coming back out this week. So you know when, when that is, we don't know. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. So all right, for me, uh, did you do a movie? Because uh, I went ahead and did a movie and a television show. I can do a movie as well. Okay. So. All right, I, I'll let you go ahead and. Uh, do you know your movie off the top of your head? I do. All right, go ahead I wrote it up. Yeah. Coda. Yeah, that's mine. Okay. So go ahead. Talk that was about yours it. as well? Yeah. Okay. So it's hard to pick a biggest surprise for a movie that wins an Oscar, but right. I don't care. I'm picking Coda. I didn't realize how much this movie was going to touch me and, and just make me have all these feelings. And, uh, man, it was, man, I, I was tearing up. And I was tearing up in the podcast. You told a, just a beautiful story about your mother. I remember doing that. So if anyone's listening, they should go back and listen to that episode. And it's just a movie that makes you feel good. You can see why people fell in love with this movie right. and it won the Oscar. Uh, the Holdovers is kind of doing that now. Right. So, Absolutely. But like, I need to watch it. I, I, you can see why it's just a beautiful movie. I could, I haven't gone back and watched it, but I've thought about it a couple of times. But man, in that ending, ah, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, uh, for the movies that we've covered, it's mine. Uh, and just real quick, I guess I probably should have said this at the top of the show. This is only things that we've covered. We're not doing like just yeah, things yeah, yeah. that we're not doing things that uh, right. are are movies that we saw or television shows that we saw but we didn't cover. Uh, but I'm with you on on the movie part of it. Uh, Coda was just absolutely. Fun. I'm looking. One of the reasons I was really surprised by it. One, uh, I just when I saw it on on. Apple's like when I saw commercials and previews for it, I was like, okay, it looks okay. It doesn't look great. Uh, maybe yeah. I'll go. Maybe I'll go check well, it, looks it out. Like a, you know, a coming of age story about a young person, right? So, like I said, I guess I'll go check it out eventually. I never did. Then it gets nominated for Oscar for Best Picture, uh, and then uh, like the award season buzz just starts to mount, 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 and eventually does win Best Picture. Uh, I was still a little surprised by it because we decided to cover it after it won Best Picture. We were whatever yeah. we, we needed something to cover that week, so we said whatever ends up winning Best Picture, that's what we'll cover. But I just heard so many people who just like trashed it and like it doesn't deserve this. It's not. It shouldn't be a best for whatever reason. A lot of people don't like it when feel good movies win Best Picture. No, they don't because they're pat, they're mad about the holdovers already. Yeah, they're mad about the holdovers. People are mad about uh, everything everywhere Green all book. at once because it won. Uh, yeah. Green book. Yeah, Green book is, is in that same category. So, and I don't know why that is. Uh, I, I, like I, said, I don't understand that part of it, but nevertheless. So, like I said, I heard people kind of trashed it a lot and it's like well maybe it's not as good as i think but no i thought it was absolutely amazing it just absolutely is yeah. wonderful it is heartwarming it is touching uh like i said there's a lot of personal stuff that really hits home for me in that particular in that particular film so like i said i really really enjoyed it so it would be my movie uh biggest and, surprise as well you know it's about a family that has you know some some deaf members that stuff that 
I normally don't experience. Right. So it was a learning movie as well. So you, yeah. you feel good when you're watching it. You do. You absolutely do feel good when you're watching it. And it was uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. So, all right, my biggest surprise television show. You mentioned it a second ago. That is Twisted Metal. I was not expecting this show. Yeah. Look, I thought it'd be fun. I thought it'd be dumb fun. And look, it mm-hmm. kind of is. Don't get me wrong about that. It kind of is. Uh, it's based off a very dumb video game. It's a video game that I've, I've played one version of it. I was like, this is kind of a stupid video game. So, like I said, I was not expecting a whole lot in terms of this show being good at all. It ended up being really, really good. And they have announced a second season for this. Uh, they announced that at the Video Game Awards uh, here like two or three weeks ago. So, they are getting a second season of it, which is wonderful because it was it was a great, great show. Uh, they dropped all eight episodes, no, all ten episodes, excuse me, at once on Peacock. And they're all relatively short. They're all about the half an hour long. Uh, so, it's like it doesn't take up that much of your time. And it was just absolutely look. It's it's violent. It is ultra violent. Yeah. Uh, yes. It is funny though. Uh, Anthony Mackie is just fantastic yeah. in that role. I mean, just absolutely fantastic. Will Arnett doing the voice of Sweet Tooth was yeah. just like Chef's Kiss. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. just absolutely perfect for, for for that particular role. And Samoa Joe is perfect as the body of, of yes. Samoa Joe yes. as of Sweet Tooth. So, and there's like I said. And just bringing Thomas Hayden Church to be the villain of this that thing, mm-hmm. fantastic, absolutely fantastic. And like I said, I was not expecting it to be nearly as good as it was. And it was, it was and we're getting a season two. We are. So, uh, anything else you want to talk about before you go on? No, loved it as well. Like you said, I, I was shocked how good it was. Jason Manzukas also plays yeah, a part. He's in there. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of good people in it. It's it is. Excuse me, Stephanie Beatrice was the, the female lead. Yeah. She was really good. Yeah, she was. Uh, it, it's like you. I was very surprised. It was. I had it on there as you know my one of my most underrated shows. So uh, I can see why it was. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it really was. So, all right, our last award is looking forward. So it's our top show that we are looking forward to in 2024. We can go ahead and do a movie too if you got one. Yeah, uh, I got one. All right, so go ahead and give us your show and your movie. Uh, my show is Outer Range Season 2. Yeah, okay, yeah, my, uh, that probably should be mine too. <laughs> and my movie is Deadpool 3. Okay, uh, go ahead and talk about why you're looking forward to both of them, and I'll talk about them as well. Okay, uh, Outer Range, man, I just, you know, it was left with such a cliffhanger. Yeah. And I, 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 we're still not exactly sure what's going right. on, and we I aren't. can't yeah. wait to see what is. And also, uh, our guy, um, oh man, Lewis Pullman has kind of, He's taken off a little of, bit, yeah. A little bit since then, so uh, you know, nice to see him back in there. And Josh Brolin is just incredible in this role, so I, I can't wait to get more of it. Yeah, uh, I'm with you on on Outer Range. It'll be fun to watch. I didn't go with it. Uh, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about it. Just I'm with you though. It does end on a pretty big cliffhanger. And like it's like you said, we still don't know what a lot of is going on yeah. in that particular show. Yeah. And I'm just hoping that they they start explaining a little bit more. And when we get into season two for this thing, yeah. um, my show for this is going to be uh, House of the Dragon season two. It, that was almost mine. Yeah. yeah, it was just like I said. This I saw Game of Thrones. I binged it all in like a three week time period in like the summer of 2018 after it had finished airing on HBO or 2019. I can't remember what year it was, but. Uh, it feels like an eternity ago because that was before COVID. Yeah. Uh, but 
I, I loved the first season of House of the Dragon. Uh, I thought it was just absolutely fantastic. And they're, yeah. they're no longer going to have the time jumps. Uh, it's going to be basically yeah. from this point on in House of the Dragon, it will be, you know, it's all going to take place in like the same time frame that it's it's airing again. So that's going to be really nice. Because uh, that was really the only holdup I th- thought we had in, the, in that first season of it. So I'm really, really looking forward to House of the Dragon season two. I can't wait to see what they do with it. And they are adding Freddy Fox from Slow Horses. Yes, and if you have seen this guy, he looks like a, a Targaryen. Targaryen. Yes, he does. He acts like a Targaryen. I can't wait to see what kind of adventures he gets into. Yeah, the, he if he's not Targaryen, I'll I can shot. tell you who the villain of this season is going to be. <laughs> True. Uh, so, like I said, looking forward to that. Uh, I thought about Deadpool. Th- There's really three films that I've got my just really keyed in on uh, as they're coming out. Deadpool 3 is one of them. I thought about going with that. Since you're going there, I, I won't go there. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with Dune uh, Part 2, yeah. which comes out on March 1st. That'll be a fun one. Uh, the first part was great. I've read the book uh, a few years ago, right before it came out, on, before the first part came out in 2021. I love the book. Uh, <laughs> then I saw the 1984 film. Uh, <laughs> which we will cover <laughs> on here before before the movie comes That's out. That's right. So the, the, you're listening to this the weekend of Valentine's Day. So actually, I think it's going to be our next weekend, I think, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, we're, we're doing that the weekend of the 25th or something like that. So uh, we're, since, we're, since we're getting ready to watch Doom, because we are going to cover the Doom Part 2, we're going to go back and watch 1984. I have seen it. Ryan has not. It's something, to say the least. And I will tell you, Justin's mother will come up multiple times. She will. She's going to come up a lot because it was one of her favorite films. And when I watched I'm, I'm it, calling, I don't know I'm why. Calling, I'm calling Kyle McLaughlin. I haven't even seen this movie. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll respond on what other man got her to watch it. Right now, I'm going to talk. Uh, but yeah, it was it, it it was something to say the least. So I like I said, I can't wait to hear uh, Ryan's thoughts on uh, the 1984 too, version of, of Dune. So uh, I can't tell you how excited I am to watch this piece of crap. <laughs> It was something to say the least. Uh, but the other thing, the, the other one that I'm really looking forward to, that is uh, Furiosa. Uh, those are like my yeah. big three uh, for, for me this year. I don't know. Yeah. There's some, and I was looking at the slate of movies. There's some. There are going to be some good films that come out, but this week's this mm-hmm. year is going to be a lot weaker than the previous two years yeah. to say the least. So, but yeah, I'm looking really looking forward to Furiosa. I can't wait to see what Anya Taylor Joy does because that is not a type of role that she's had before. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. So. All right, anything else you want to add before we sign off on this? I appreciate everyone joining us, and we will talk to you next time. I will look at those same sentiments. And as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true.